Don't touch my jewels. Don't touch my jewels. I said, don't touch my jewels. Hey, everybody. It's Juliet, your ever chirpy host of Don't Touch My Jewels. Wagwan. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. At last, the weekend is here. Yay! But it comes, and then it goes like a thief in the night. In a flash, it's over. Then Monday morning is here again. But... (laughs) What difference does it make? Because some of us are still under COVID restrictions and we're working from home, right? Well, anyway, it's 6.30 in the morning and it's raining. It sounds so calming. You know, one of those days when you you and your, your, your significant other is just lounging in the bed and doing something that's none of my business. But anyway... I was really hesitant to get out of bed this morning, but Alexa woke me up with the song Breathe by Jax Jones. It's that club dance beat. Oh my goodness, it gets your juices running. I jumped out of bed and I was dancing around the room like a damn idiot. My dog is looking at me like, oh God, that damn crazy, Mm -mm," you know, so I was energized. I was so energized. I could take the day on because a lot is going on. So I'm passing it on. You just breathe. Just breathe. Okay, let's talk. All right, all right, all right. I know I am late with this episode. I have been in the funk for the past two weeks. I am experiencing symptoms. I still am, okay? Not because I'm here. It it seems like I am not. I am. Um, There are some symptoms that that is very bothersome to me, okay? Um, That beast, you know who I call that beast, right? Miss Menopause. Uh, She is still running rampant through my body. I am still experiencing the, the anxiety, the irritability, the feeling of overwhelmingness and more so fatigue. Oh my goodness. That part hits me because I am anemic. Okay. So obviously I have to take my iron tablet every day. There is a lot um, that goes on in my life. Alrighty. And I'm trying to juggle it bit by bit and I become overwhelmed, you know, and sometimes I catch myself in that crazy mode, you know, "Ah!" and then I say, oh my goodness, I try to relax. I take a step back and I try to deal with one task at a time. That's what I'm doing. So I know I'm late three weeks. Don't don't even count. But I hope you'll forgive me. And I thank you so much for your patience. Cool. We are almost at the end acquainting ourselves with the symptoms of menopause. I dealt with 11, but there are 34. When I chronalize the symptoms that I have gone through, I don't want other other women to think that because I didn't go through them, I shouldn't speak of them. So that's why I'm speaking of the other notable irritating symptoms that other women are going through. So bear with me, okay? This episode and the next episode is going to be a little boring, but it's informative and I hope you will tune in and listen. Let's go right into osteoporosis, which means porous bone. That is perhaps the most serious menopause symptoms. Not only does osteoporosis threaten a woman's physical health, it weakens the bones and increases the risk of sudden and unexpected fractures. Be careful, girls. 
Unfortunately, once an osteoporotic fracture occurs, there is much higher risk of additional bone fractures. A hallmark of the disease is a significant decrease in bone mass and strength. It often progresses without any symptoms, ladies. You don't have to see any symptoms or experience any symptoms to be going through osteoporosis. So be mindful. Generally, Osteoporosis is not discovered until weakened bones cause painful fractures, usually in the back and the hips. Approximately 33% of women over 50 will experience bone fractures because of osteoporosis. Hormonal fluctuations that precede menopause and the permanently low hormonal levels of postmenopause play a major role in the onset of osteoporosis. Statistics states up to 80% of osteoporosis sufferers are women. You hear that? Women. The disease does affect men, but at a drastically lower rate than women. This is because men generally have stronger, bulkier bones that do not lose their mass as easily. Now, I'm sure if the men that are listening or you ladies who go back to your gentlemen and relay this, their heads are going to swell. You know, they said, yes, me man, you know, me Tarzan. Okay. All right. Slow down, guys. Slow down. It does affect you as well, just not as much. Um, men who do suffer from osteoporosis generally get it later in life than women. Here we go again. Why do we always have to suffer so much? Ah, but those women just hit your man on the shoulder and said, why? Why me? <laughs> uh, because the reason is women are more susceptible to developing osteoporosis. They have to take greater care and prevent or treat. So take care, woman. To prevent or at least slow down the development of osteoporosis, here are some ways to keep bone healthy. One, Eat calcium-rich foods such as dairy products, well, hopefully not lactose intolerant, or dark green leafy vegetables. Hopefully you love your vegetables. I do. Take a vitamin D supplement. I do. But consult with your doctor for kind and dosage. They are different. There are different types of vitamin D. I didn't know that. I thought vitamin was just vitamin. I've been learning not so. Consult your doctor. Next time you go to your primary physician, just intertwine all of this information and ask. Uh, third, exercise regularly, including weight training. Now, I don't think they're saying you go to the gym and you do all of that huge heavy weight training. Just, you know, buy your five pound, 10 pound or whatever, and you do your little thing at home. Watch a video or something. Don't overdo it, you know. Um, the reason they say that is because it strengthens the muscles, all right? And I heard that before. Reduce alcohol consumption. I know you like your wine and champagne and stuff, but, you know, back it up a little bit. I'm a cheap drunk, so, hey, I'll drink a, a half a glass or two at my home. That's it. Avoid smoking, they said. So, I don't smoke, but for those of you who smoke, kind of reduce as much as you possibly can. This is your health. 
All right. This is your golden age you are entering. So you've got to be responsible and you've got to be aware and you've got to be knowledgeable about what's good and what's not. Discuss with um, your doctor any prescription medications that prevents bone loss. Again, speak to your primary physician. You are paying for it. Don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. Talk about it. You know, get the help that you need, please. I'll roll right into brittle nails, okay? They say brittle nails is a condition where the nails are weak and prone to breaking and chipping. Okay, we know that. Unfortunately, during menopause, many women suffer from brittle nails, which also occur naturally with age and hormonal changes. So don't, hold on, hold on. Don't count it out because um, you're getting old, so you think, you know, hormonal changes or whatever. It can be a deeper issue, okay? So listen up. While brittle nails can occur for a variety of reasons, the most likely cause for women of menopausal age is hormone fluctuations. Changes in the nails have been observed in women going through menopause, leading medical professionals to believe there is a link between fluctuations in estrogen levels and brittle nails. The symptoms of brittle nails are easy breaking or chipping, curling around the fingertip, dryness and splitting, color changes, Ridges on the surface reduce nail growth. Along with hormonal causes, dietary issues and certain diseases can have an effect on nail growth. Certain nutrients such as vitamin C, calcium, folic acid, protein, iron, and fat help to build strong, healthy nails. Stress and anxiety can also slow nail growth and lead to weak and brittle nails. Fortunately, restoring nail health is relatively easy. All right. In order to best manage this brittle nail symptom, it is necessary to examine the different treatments options available because nail health involves both nutritional deficiencies such as hormonal changes for menopausal women, there, there are two levels that the issue may need to be addressed as well. It is generally recommended that women begin with the least invasive option. That is always recommended. Least invasive options, which would be lifestyle changes. If brittle nails are due to stress or poor nutrition, Eating a balanced diet rich in protein, unsaturated fat, and vitamin C can be extremely beneficial. Stress reduction techniques such as yoga or meditation can also help. I don't know about the yoga thing for me. Um, my limbs, my joint, I still have joint pain, so I can't stretch that much. I tried to do that stretching and thing in the bed that the massage therapist told me, and that, that is as much yoga I will do you know, other than you know what. Okay. The meditation thing, I can't meditate. I always have crap going on in, in my mind. 500 miles a minute, my mind, my mind is going. I have never tried meditation. So if anybody out there has tried meditation, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook and let me know how that works. I would be open to experience it. Reduce the stress as best as you can, however you can. And 
try to eat a balanced diet or at least try to have the nutrients that will help with the brittle nails. We know the lifestyle changes can be difficult for busy women like ourselves. The most effective approach is to deal with the source right there and then. They say since brittle nails in menopausal women is primarily caused by fluctuating levels of estrogen that leads to dehydration, then let's deal with that directly. A variety of natural and alternative remedies exist that are able to address this imbalance. For many of us, a combination of lifestyle changes and alternative medicine is the most effective and safest way to deal with brittle nails. However, if you are experiencing any other symptoms that might be indicative of a more serious issue, I cannot, cannot push it more seriously and forcefully. You need to see a medical practitioner for that. Discolorations or split nails, for example, can be signs of a more serious condition. Obviously, most experts recommend that women who suffer from brittle nails and wish to treat the symptoms begin with lifestyle changes, then alternative medicine. And finally, go to your doctor and get some medication for that. Don't chalk it up as menopause because don't touch my jewels podcast said so. No, you know your body, you know what's going on, and you know whether it is serious or not. See your doctor. Now, let's roll into body odor. I didn't even know that body odor was a, a symptom that affects menopausal women or women of our age. Here goes. They say, on top of bothersome hot flashes and night sweats, stick a pin right there. Hold up. Wait a minute. What did I say about these 34 freaking symptoms? It's like they are a close-knit family that if you mess with one, they all come to freak you up. It's like they all work in 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 a cohesive unit, you know, it's like they hit you left, right, and center. Oh my goodness, what's up with these 34 brutes? Anyway, they say, on top of bothersome hot flashes and night sweats, changes in body odor can occur as a result of these menopause symptoms. Damn them! Oh my goodness, we can't catch a break. Oh, they are the most odious side effects of menopause. Changes in body odor can lead to embarrassment, go figure, dejection, and anxiety in social situations. Of course, you don't want to get all dolled up, dressed up, and when you go out, you have to be checking your arm. Can you imagine checking your arm, you know, going to the restroom, see if you're sweating profusely, and, you know, you're not even enjoying yourself, you know, especially, (laughs) especially if you go on a date. Can you imagine you go on a date meeting this person for the first time and you're sweating like shit? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Embarrassment. Ah, these menopausal symptoms drive you damn crazy. Anyway, let me continue. Hmm. Fortunately, once the root cause of these changes in body odor is understood, it is possible to control them and regain confidence. I hope so. Okay, let's see how we can regain our confidence now with body odor. They say body odor is a byproduct of sweating, the body's natural cooling system. The body has two types of sweat glands. Let's see where they're going. The 
Eccrine glands, and that's spelled E-C-C-R-I-N-E, eccrine glands located all over the body produces orderless sweat. Sweat is released onto body's surface. Okay, that's one gland. The next gland is called apocrine gland, and that's spelled A-P-O-C-R-I-N-E. That gland produces fatty sweat inside glands located near the hair follicles. Sweat is pushed to surface when women feel anxious or stressed. Numerous typical menopause symptoms can increase sweat production. Of course, the hot flash, the night sweats, the anxiety, stress, fatigue, and the overwhelmingness you know, all of those increases sweat production, which can lead to changes in the body odor, of course. They say, here we go, hot flashes and night sweats in particular have a strong effect them too. Oh, though psychological symptoms such as panic attacks and anxiety can lead to an increase in the incident of sweating as well. More sweat makes changes in body odor more noticeable. Again, we can't catch a damn break with these menopausal symptoms. Symptoms of body odor are pungent smell, of course, excessive sweating, yeah, and unfresh feeling. Yeah, if you're out with that that date for the first time and you're sweating profusely and can't do anything about it, yeah, were me, I'll try it at the back door and just 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 go home if I drove because it's embarrassing. The things we have to go through. Ooh-wee. All right, causes of body odor. For most middle-aged women, like myself, hormone fluctuations are the primary cause of body odor changes. The main player is estrogen, another brute, (laughs) which is responsible for helping regulate the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus is the part of the brain that controls body temperature. When estrogen levels drop, as it commonly does during menopause, a false message is sent to the hypothalamus saying that the body is overheated. The body then springs into action, which results in an increase in sweat production and causes changes in body odor. In addition, Other factors may play a role in the changes in body odor. That could be diet, stress, certain diseases, and genetics. They are all potential causes. Synthetic fibers such as polyester or other non-breathable materials will also collect sweat and may lead to increased body odor. Changes in body odor may have to be, it doesn't have to be, excuse me, permanent for women. We have also learned that we have to figure out, okay, check us out. When we shop in, looking for our clothes wherever you are, we now have to check out the fabric because we have to pick and choose now what we're going to wear depending on the occasion. For me, I have to double check what the hell I am wearing. Even at bed, I only wear Soma underwear. Yeah, yeah, probably too much information, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I only wear Soma underwear because the crotch part of the underwear is cotton. So you got to have that cotton, either all over cotton underwear or cotton crutch because it helps. It helps with maintaining body odor. And I tried out some of their pajamas. 
or nightwear. Some work, some don't work. At the beginning, it didn't work because I had those extreme hot flashes and night sweats. We're going to talk about this later. After consulting with my OBGYN, I'm getting some help. So I'm not feeling that uncomfortable in the nighttime, but I love me some Soma underwear and night clothing. Oh, their underwear. I love their underwears. Okay, I can't wear a Victoria's Secret crap. All right, that thing only fits half of my, my butt. Uh, Soma underwear is what I do. The bras are it's sexy. Actually, they look sexy and nice. And you can have bra and underwear matching and stuff. Ooh, I'm all decked out for whenever Mr. Mr. Some, sometime or all time man comes around. Oh, not because we're over 50. We don't dress sexy in the nighttime too. Check them out. Okay. All right, let's get back. I am going off of the grid right now. Let's get back. Where were we? They say lifestyle changes can be difficult to implement because obviously we're busy. However, we should try a variety of natural and alternative remedies to help with and manage body Older. They say if women are experiencing other symptoms that might be indicative of a more serious issue, which is the trend here, always, always don't chalk it up as it's menopause or you heard it on the podcast or you read it somewhere. Always go check with your doctor. It is very important. All right. Okay. I have three more symptoms that is relevant for us to talk about. However, I have given you a lot of information on this episode and I don't want to overwhelm you. Listen to this episode. Take the information. Do what you have to do with it. Always, always be informed so that you can be ready for action. At this point, I'm going to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Thank you for spreading the word. You've got to tell, you have this little Jamaican woman here talking about menopause and other stuff that hits us when we're in our 50s and so on, and prepares the younglings for what is to happen. Great news, we're on Facebook now, so you can hit us up on Facebook and join the conversation or just look at the funny things that we say. We're on Instagram, our handles are Don't Touch My Jewels. You can also email if you have any questions or comments, jdub at don'ttouchmyjewels.com. For those who have left messages, thank you, thank you so much. For those who have been subscribing, and leaving reviews. I really appreciate you. And for those of you all over the world, oh my goodness, thank you for listening because this is organic. It is authentic. It is real. It is candid. And it is straight talk on menopause and old age for both men and women. I am so excited. I haven't even touch or scratch the surface of the things that we have to talk about. Until next time, like I always say in Jamaican, see you a little more. Yeah, right. Cool. See you soon.